Hello, all my purple people, and thank you for listening to another episode of The Purple Factor. My name is Adriana. You may know me from Instagram or YouTube as The Purple Fashionista. And this space was created for mompreneurs and offers a place to have conversations about finances, raising our kids, and handling our business. Literally. Tune in for weekly episodes as we dive into this thing called life. This podcast aims to help you grow spiritually, financially, and professionally. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Purple Factor or visit us our website, www.thepurplefactor.com. Thank you guys so much and let's jump right in. So before we get into today's episode, I want to first say thank you to everyone who comes back to my podcast every week. It's extremely um, appreciated that you take your five minutes to 30 minutes of your week to tune in to The Purple Factor. Um, I would love for you to support the show. How can you do that? You could review the show wherever you're listening to it. So if that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, share the show. It would be great to share it. If you know someone who may benefit from whatever the topic is I'm speaking of. Um, And you can also follow us on Instagram at The Purple Factor. Um, There's not much else out there other than Instagram. So that would be great. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in every week. Let's get started with the episode. Hello, all my purple people, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Purple Factor. Um, today's episode is, I didn't want it to be clickbaity, but it's going to be clickbaity, but it is useful information because, you know, you're going to hear people tell you, you can start a business with no money. <laughs> They've been saying it since the dawn of time, it seems like, but that's not me. I am a single mom. I own a couple of businesses. Um, and some of those businesses, even ones that I've closed down, I started with no money. Okay. Um, and so that's the reason why I know it can be done. <laughs> and today I'm going to tell you how. I started my first business in 2014, my clothing store. And when I tell y'all, I didn't know what I was doing. I said that before. I did not know what I was doing. And so in the process, and over the past nine years, I have probably put in $5,000 worth of my hard-earned money into uh, my clothing store. Now, if you know me, you already know I, my relationship with money is simply as long as I can pay my bills and I can get the money back, I don't really care to spend it. Um, I have insurances for me and my children. I have the retirement plan and all of that good stuff. So whatever money that I'm making in the meantime is just my money. And I will risk it if it means I want to get a return. Now with the clothing store, I have not really gotten a return, but I also did not know what the fuck I was doing. So here we are um, just out here doing the, the worst we can with my boutique. However, I have opened other businesses that have been profitable that... Um, I have closed um, just because they just were not sparking any joy anymore. Um, And they could be profitable. I'm just not going to, I'm no longer wanting to dedicate the time. Okay. Now I do want to say this. I have to preference this with everything. 
when it comes to starting a business, okay, you are going to either spend time, you're going to spend money, or you're going to spend both, okay? This podcast is solely to show you how to utilize your time to start your business. Um, and some of it is not even time. Some of it is just knowing what the fuck you're doing and how to use, use what you got, okay? Um, so, yes, I'm going to essentially talk about ways that you can start your business or a business with zero dollars really i feel like this kind of work in any industry really just depends on what you already have and what you can utilize we are essentially talking about bootstrapping if you don't know what bootstrapping is it is essentially using what you currently have whatever i got right now point a i got x y and z i'm going to use x y and z to start the business with that's bootstrapping and then turning around and putting whatever profit that you have back into the business so that then you can continue to either buy or grow or both, right? Now, when I started my cleaning company in 2017, I remember thinking to myself, oh, it's going to be easy. I'm just going to go network. I'm going to do what I need to do. And then I'm going to find some clients. And then <laughs> we're going to go clean some houses. The one thing that I didn't think about at the time and was not thinking about in general was where, why, where am I going to get supplies from? Okay. Just wasn't worried about it. Do you know why? Because I clean in my house. I got all this stuff in my house. And so my very first job with my cleaning company, I gathered up all the cleaning supplies I had at my house, gathered up my vacuum. I gathered up my broom, my mop my cleaning products whatever i used at home um because my cleaning company was a green cleaning company and me and my sister had stopped using bleach a while ago we've not used bleach for a very long time um so everything that we used was either like toxic free or just green for the environment right so i took all of that to my very first job and I think, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I think I took it to my first couple of jobs. Even when I got my big contract that I did, cleaning a um, store, after, they, well, after the store was renovated, I cleaned the store. And I think I may have bought, at the time, that's when I bought maybe my shop back. Okay. But I had already had money to buy the shop back with. So... I did not really come out of pocket for the cleaning company until it was time for like to show that I had workers comp insurance. Um, and what else did I, I need? Workers comp and I needed a general liability insurance. I needed those things. So I think that's where I came out of pocket. But in terms of like having starting with like Oh, I'm going to go buy a broom and I'm going to go buy. I didn't do any of that. No, I did not. I legit used what I had at home. And so a lot of the times it is using what you already have at home to get started with. So outside of like the cleaning company, say you, I don't know. Um, and to be honest, I would love for this to be like, oh, you know, you, this is how you can start a business with zero dollars and very little of your time but being realistic that shit is not a thing that is real okay you're you're gonna either spend the time the money or both 
and so it, that's kind of the the ins and outs of it and where you're not going to spend the time you're going to definitely spend the money where you don't want to spend money you're going to spend time okay or both all right um so i'm just trying to think of like another example of using supplies that you already have oh here's here's one i don't know um no i can't think of it anyway the second thing that you can do is don't buy anything until you have booked your first client or your first clients so when i started my rage room business um last year my very first client paid for most of the products that i had okay so essentially how my rage room business works is i get a phone call customer says hey i would love to book a rage room party for whenever i'm like okay cool either i tell them what all we what all we have because sometimes they ask or um we just go ahead and book i send over an invoice they pay a deposit they get on the schedule period point blank my very first rage room customer was a birthday party and she had purchased she had booked the rage room and she had booked like some extra time some extra items and she had booked some games i believe okay so that's the that was the very first uh client that i had in my cleaning company and so i had already had like in my car all the things that i needed just in case i would ever get a phone call with my rage room and so when she called Y'all, when I say, soon as the deposit was booked, soon as I got like confirmation that the deposit was booked, I'm on Amazon clicking and, and buying everything I need. The tent, I think I purchased the games. I purchased um, the sledgehammers and um, bats, all of that. Even then, I, Langston no longer plays baseball here. I took his bats. Took his bats took them to the rage room and then kind of utilize that you don't have to purchase anything until you have a client and a deposit then it's okay to say okay well i know the client is doing x y and z this is what i can afford with what i have right and that's not to say my first client with the cleaning company ended up being all that i needed for like the basis of my rage room i think it paid for like all of that and then i was able to even get my rental car a rental truck to move the things to the rage room um but yours may not be that so here's where we're going to kind of go back and forth because if your first client pays the deposit or the full amount but the full amount isn't necessarily going to cover everything that you need up front it's okay to put a hundred two hundred dollars into the business at that point because you have a booked client now what some people do is they book in far enough advance or they do enough um networking to where they know okay i'm gonna get this i booked this 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 and this person right so up front you got a couple of bookings which is even better that way you already know okay now i don't have to worry about any money because it's paid for i have clients they're paying for x y and z we're good um 
Another thing that comes to mind and something that I may have probably tried to utilize when I first started my boutique was pre-orders. Being able to say, hey, y'all, this is what I have. Boop, 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 boop. I'm taking pre-orders. Once the pre-orders are done, we're not doing anymore because I'm only buying such and such, whatever. Pre-orders are a great way to start a business. So say you're doing um, cleaning. I'm not cleaning. I'm sorry. The clothing store. And you're you're already on your sourcing site where you already know like the, the things that you want to get. And what you can do is take a screenshot of those pictures because a lot of times they offer you to take those stock images and use them on your website. And then post them on your Instagram, post them on your TikTok, post them on your Facebook, wherever, and say, taking these pre-orders, if you want to pre-order, you know, go and pay for it now, whatever. That way, then when that item comes, whether it's sold out or not, you're, you shipped it out, but it's already paid for. So you didn't have to pay for money to get that thing. The good thing about pre-orders is if I'm buying something for $5, but I'm selling it for $20, I now can afford four of those items over the one that you paid for, the customer paid for to get. So then I can just turn around and say one customer may have paid for the next four, the next three people to get that same thing. But those three people are still paying the same amount of money, right? If that makes sense. So I got five. And see, I'm on Patreon, so I got my hands up and stuff. But I'm selling a shirt for $5, right? And I'm pre-order that, or I have that out for pre-order. Another person comes in and they buy that particular shirt, okay? So I capture $20 from them. So now I have the one. Um, and that may get one pack, because that's how it kind of works in the industry, right? So then another person comes and they pay their $20 and another person comes and orders their and puts their $20 in and then a third person comes in or fourth person comes in and puts their $20 in. So now I have $80, but I bought those four shirts in a pack with the first $20. So now I'm up 60 bucks. You see where I'm going? So then you can turn around and buy more or take more pre-orders or you can you take that money and use it in hiring a, a graphic designer on Fiverr or um, booking some space so that you can, on peer space, so that you can go in and take pictures of that particular item or maybe you bought some more stuff. So that's kind of how pre-orders work. And there's not to be like one, you can do the entire thing. Oh, we're taking pre-orders for all of this, right? So that's can have that be how it works. Okay. So that's um don't buy anything until you have your first paid client or paid deposited client. Okay. The third thing is utilizing the skill that you're good at and already do. This is not to say, like, oh, I have to learn this <laughs> because that takes sometimes that takes money. All right. But this is just saying, okay, right now I make my own oil for my face. But maybe I people are always like, what are you doing with your skin? Like, it looks amazing. Your face is, your skin is always so hydrated. You always look so good. And you turn around and say, oh, I make this shit at home. And that person says, that can I pay you to make me some? See what I'm saying? You're already doing it. 
And so then to produce another batch of that would not be an issue because you're already doing it. Okay. Another example of this is digital products. I teach. And so, and I'm a creative teacher. Like if you know me, you've been in my classroom, you look at my board, all that. My creativity is all throughout my classroom. It's one of the reasons why I love teaching so much. Um, but I also create like my class expectations and I have a credo that I use and all this other stuff that I take and I put in Canva and I make it visually appealing for my classroom, right? It's all age appropriate. So nothing like, I teach high school, so it's nothing like elementary, basically. But it's all age appropriate and it's color schemes. So with digital products, especially with like teachers pay teachers, because we love teachers pay teachers. You can go on there, whatever digital product that you create, say you created a whole module. I teach finding uh, business education. So say I'm talking about an intro to starting a business. So I go through and I create a whole module on starting a business. Activities, there are, there are lessons in there, lectures, videos. I put all that together because my class is going to need it anyway. But then I go to teachers pay teachers and put on teach pay teachers. And another teacher who's looking for a curriculum for her intro to business module goes in and buys my module for her class. I was going to make the product anyway. It was already done. But now, as I put on Teachers Pay Teachers, there's another teacher that may pay me $15 just to have it. Right? And it's a digital download that I already put into the software. I don't have to do anything else. I go through, put it up. They download it or they purchase it, download it. All I do is collect the check. That's it. With this, you are also looking at stuff like Twitch, where people do like outline, the overlays, headings, um, the intermission screens, all of that. I may have created my own for my Twitch channel. All I have to do is use that same template, pick a different color scheme, and pick other different graphics to put in. And I have not one, but two Twitch overlay packages that I now can sell on Etsy or in a Patreon, right? I played The Sims 4. I've been a Sims 4 players since 2000 probably the 90s the late 90s okay so going on 30 years that i have played the sims and i love it to death right but um there's a thing now on the sims forward you go and you can create or buy custom content shirts pants um facial features hair um uh, skin details like tattoos and freckles and stuff like that there are people creating these things using skills that they already have and then putting it on a Patreon where they're asking for two, three dollars a month and you can download whatever you want on their Twitch. I mean, for your Sims 4, right? So digital products is huge. And digital products is one of those ones where it's like, you really don't have to do anything. Once you put those two or three things up on Teachers Pay Teachers and you kind of just sit back and then let the people come to you. You don't have to do anything else, right? It's all going to take care of itself. Twitch overlay, same thing. Oh, once I 
create five packages, right? I just do like that. Another thing you could also utilize, especially with Twitch overlays and um, not because of Twitch overlays, is Fiverr. Maybe somebody wants a custom Twitch overlay. They go to Fiverr. They find you because you got these five packages. They can track your work off. You know, they can track your work back to Etsy. And then they say, hey, I want something custom. This is the color scheme that I want. These are the ground graphics that I want. And this is the font that I want it to look like. You go through. And that may take you two, three hours. Sometimes it can take a little more because it just depends on how detailed you are or how they want. And then you offer a revision or two. And then you're done. But they're going to pay you. I don't even know how much they'll pay for that. But you get paid for that. So that's the third one. Utilizing the skill that you're good at and that you already do. We are not talking about something that I have to go learn. Right? I already do these things. Let me continue to do it. And this is also where it's like, oh, that hobby or skill that you like to do, you might as well monetize it. I'm not that type of person. I'm the type of person, like, if you want to do it. I sew, uh, but I don't sew for a living. I sew for my good, clean, um, I don't know, for my good self, right? All right. So the next one, we got some honorable mentions. These are the tried and true things that people have been doing for a decade. You got YouTube, you got blogging, you got gaming, like Twitch. Um, you can do influencing, crowdfunding, podcasting is another one in there. Um, I do know like YouTubing and blogging, even gaming, Twitch is free. You can do those things with zero money. Just takes time up front. May take a little bit more time. Um because of the saturation of the market but every market is saturated at this point unless you're doing something different um like a mobile rage room <laughs> um everybody is going to be everywhere so don't let that scare you one of the other things that i love 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 and will this this year is on my goals my to-do list my it's on my everything it's my list for years networking okay your network is your net worth if you don't Get out here and get yourself in front of people. Nobody's going to know who you are. You're never going to book a client. Um, my first networking event that I went to for Abstract, which was my cleaning company, I ended up getting into contact with like corporate customers. Even one guy that said, you know, hey, when you get up and running, here's my car. Call me and we'll see what we can do for you. I never used it because I think by the time I got to a point to where I, I needed what I got. It, it was weird. It doesn't matter. But then I also found other smaller individual clients, homeowners, um, apartment owners, or renters that wanted to come in and have a deep clean. They just wanted to come in and uh, get their house cleaned or regular home cleaning or just a one-time clean, stuff like that. So I did do it in that. Um networking facebook market i mean facebook groups is a huge place to market and network um just for finding customers i found a couple of customers through there um right now through facebook marketplace i post some ads for things that are quote unquote for sale okay um my rage room is on there as a thing that you can rent even though it's for sale on there 
but those are just some free ways. And I did plan on doing, I believe I'm going to do like a blog. It's not going to be a, um, it's not going to be a podcast just because it just didn't make any sense. But it is going to be a blog on free things that you can utilize in business. Doesn't You don't have to spend any money for some of these things to even start a business, to operate a business, to run a business. You don't have to do that either. There are services out here that will allow you to do it for free. Um, and I want to be able to write that up and put that out there. But that's it, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Hopefully, all my single moms out there or just, you know, any person out there looking to start a business with no money, you're able to do that. Hopefully, this helped. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. And I will talk to you on the next episode. <laughs>Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of The Purple Factor. I hope you learned something, took away something, or grew fantastically. Don't forget to rate and review this show on wherever you're listening to your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe if you loved what you heard today. Again, my name is Adriana. You can always follow the show on Instagram at The Purple Factor. You can join the conversation on Facebook at The Purple Factor Podcast. And you can always catch more about the show, about the episode, about what we talked about on our website at www.thepurplefactor.com. If you want to see behind the scenes of the show, more about me, more about my life, you are more than welcome to follow me on Instagram or on YouTube at The Purple Fashionista. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. And I can't wait to next week's episode.